Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller Tongue. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. I guess it was the plan all along. New England Patriots, Bailey Zappi, Mac Jones, they were both supposed to play last night. And they both supposedly played last night in a loss to the Bears. Bears scored 23 unanswered points, beating the Patriots 33-14. Justin Fields with his arm and his legs. And uh, a big surprising victory there. But the big question was, did these quarterbacks know that they were going to be platoon last night? Here is uh, Bill Belichick after the game about his two-quarterback plan. At what point in the week did, did these guys know at the beginning of the week that this was the plan all week long? Or like how did it work out with reps at practice? We went through the week. So they were aware of the situation that they were going to split reps? We went through the week of practice. Mac was inactive last week. Okay. Now, we're not going to find this out during the week. He doesn't want the Bears to find this out. And if both quarterbacks knew, it's just the timing of this that Mac Jones had an interception. He was struggling. They take him out. He's getting booed. The fans, they're you know cheering for Bailey Zappi. It's a standalone national TV game. You're playing the Bears. You're at home. You're supposed to win. And isn't Belichick... Tied with Papa Bear Hallis for the all-time wins, and then he was going to beat the former Bears coach against the Bears or something like that. But it didn't work out that way. Here's Mac Jones on uh, the quarterback plan during the week. Coach Belichick, you know, had a really good plan for us, and obviously that's kind of internal stuff. But I understood the plan and, and what was going to happen, and you know, obviously wish we got off to a better start and. And I played a little bit better, but I'll have a chance to, you know, practice and get back into my routine. Okay. I guess nothing to see here. Who's starting against the Jets? That's what I want to know. I don't care what happened last night. Now as you move forward, 
And, and Belichick brought this on, it felt like, creating this situation. If Mac Jones isn't healthy enough to play, then he shouldn't have played last night. And Belichick should be aware of that during practice. Does he look sharp? And he's got rust. And Bailey Zappi had played okay. You're playing the Bears. You should beat the Bears. That shouldn't be an issue. And then all of a sudden, you can't stop the run. You have a couple of turnovers. And next thing you know, the Bears are steamrolling you. The worst scoring team in the NFL scored 23 unanswered points. That's embarrassing. And you got, you know, might be one of the, oh, we were looking ahead to the Jets, you know. We, we, we overlook the Bears. We got the Jets coming up. And this is a Jets team that is feeling its playoff oats here. Yeah, Mark. Statement game for the Jets? <laughs> for real. Now, sure. It's been a while since they've had a state. They made statements. They aren't good statements. But beating the Patriots? Yeah. That would make a real statement, it especially be in the, a, the division. Yes, it would. Yes, Paulie? I'll say the Patriots-Jets line next week, it's already out. Usually when there's a, a, uh, you don't know who's the quarterback, they don't put the line up I don't yet. think it matters. That's the point. <laughs> Vegas doesn't care whether it's Zappi or Jones. The, New England's given a point and a half to the Jets. Ooh. That means the quarterback is irrelevant that they set the line. Okay. Uh, are the Packers still 10.5-point underdogs, or has it gone up to 11 with the Buffalo Bills? Yeah, checking. Yeah. I got them at uh, Buffalo given 10.5 still. Okay, still 10.5. And, and then you have uh, the Buccaneers, 1.5-point underdogs against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. We say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. That's our streaming partner. Good morning. Good morning. Download the app. Watch for free. We can never charge you for this content. Also, our radio affiliates around the country, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio lineup, uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Operator Tyler is standing by to take your phone calls. The commissioner, Adam Silver, says the NBA's changes have greatly reduced incentives for tanking. Well, Victor Webayama, he is a uh, 18-year-old French kid who looks like he is the next Kevin Durant and Greek freak. He's seven three seven four. You know... There's sort of a mystery. They don't even know how tall he is. Because I've seen reports where he's seven one seven two, then seven three seven four. All I know is he has a lot of skill. Now, who's going to be tanking? The Utah Jazz, I thought, would be one of the worst teams in the NBA. They won, what, their first three games? Portland. Portland is now 4-0, aren't they? And you're going, yeah. wait, does anybody know how to tank around here? But here is the commissioner on... Uh, ESPN talking to Malika Andrews about the best plan to stop tanking. I, I recognize at the end of the day, analytics are what they are, and it's not about superstition. 14% mm. chance arguably is better than 1% chance or no percent chance. But, but as I said, it doesn't, even in terms of the straightforward odds, it doesn't benefit a team to be the absolute worst in the league. And even if you're one of the poor performing teams, you're still dealing with a 14% chance. But I think it's one of these things, there's no perfect solution, mm. but we still think a draft is the right way to rebuild your league over time. We still think it makes sense among partner teams or actually a decision is made that the worst performing teams are in a position to restock with what the prospects of the best players coming in. So we haven't come up with a better system. What if you did away with the draft? Could you? Just a free marketplace. But, you know, tanking is going to be around when you have these generational talents. You know, the Cavs tanked. Plain and simple tanked. Mark Cuban 
said that Dallas did everything they could possibly do to tank. But you can't get caught talking about it. It's like the first rule of Fight Club. It's the first rule of tanking. You don't say you're tanking. Yes, Seaton. So you do away with the draft, right? Any player can sign anywhere they want. But you just put some restrictions on the teams, like each team can sign no more than two Supermax players or two then max players. Mm. And, you know, you sort of salaries are slotted like that. I just wonder, okay, 14%, and, and that's the best odds that you could have. And, and I've said all along that if you get to a point where you're eliminated from the playoffs, how about the number of wins you have after that just to ensure that you're not tanking, now I reward you. Because you still want to put a competitive product out there for your fans, and you also want to do that for the rest of the league, that you're competitive and you're not rolling over against these teams. That didn't get any traction, but I did bring it up to the commissioner that that might be a way to have you look at this where we don't have a suspicious set of eyes on the teams that are tanking. There are certain teams that just aren't very good. But is that managerial tag tanking that you've gone out of your way to make sure that you're not putting a good team out there? That different ways of tanking. When you, when you get on the floor, and players get all upset about this, it's like, remember Derek Jeter took offense when people said, are you guys tanking? We don't tank. These guys are playing hard. Well, when you get on the field, you want to play as hard as you can. But if I bring up some minor leaguers, play your heart out. It doesn't matter. That's tanking as well. It's not like the players go, hey, we're kind of, uh, you know, this conspiracy conspiracy, uh, theory that uh, let's all get in there and we want to lose. They want to hold on to their jobs. They they know that if they lose, continue to lose, then there's going to be people, they're going to go out and get and replace them. So they play hard. But the conspiracy theorist with tanking, it's always going to be there. Even the lottery itself, when they're picking the ping pong balls out of there, or they're picking the cards out, there's something attached to it. But these these are really big sweepstakes this year with, with Victor. These guys don't come along that often. You find them, like the Greek freak. Nobody knew about the Greek freak. And even watching European basketball, I wasn't aware of the Greek freak. I mean, you knew that he could be a first-round pick. You know, there's 20 guys like that every year where you go, all right, he might be a first-round pick. We're talking about this kid, and it's October. Draft isn't until next summer. And then you're going to have, you know, the lottery night. That's going to be a big night. But they're already talking about how transformational this kid could be for your team. Yeah, Paul. I, I can even see like the players participating in tanking in some fashion. Let's say the Orlando Magic were just terrible this year, which they they're own for, but they have young, promising guy. Don't they have Suggs? They and, have Paolo Banchero. Banchero. So what? What if it, like six games left in the season? They're trying to get the worst record, and they saved Paolo. You know that ankle that's been bothering you. Why don't you just sit this one out? They sat Zion out last year when he was cleared to play. Why did they do that? Because maybe they wanted to get a better draft position. Who knows? Yeah, I still don't understand what went on with Zion when he's doing three sixties and you know putting on an aerial display yeah. and warm ups, and then it's like, wait, he's been cleared, he's doing that, but he can't play. Yeah, no one talks about that. But like, imagine you said to Paulo Bancaro at the end of the season, yeah, you you just rest these last six games. We're trying to help you. We're trying to get you the number one pick of the draft. I can see the player going. Oh, I understand that long term. Hmm. It's not perfect, but I could see it. Hmm. And we'll just 
between us. Blazers beat the Nuggets 135 to 110. The Blazers are now 4 0. They haven't started out 4 0 since 1999 when they won 59 games and went to the Western Conference Finals. Are you on the Blazers bandwagon? No. Oh. No, I can't be. I can't be. Um, John Moran and Desmond Bain each scored 38. The Grizzles topped the Nets. And uh, this is the first time in Grizzles history you have multiple players scoring 38 or more in the same game. Oh, yeah. Okay. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Ben Simmons found out again. Could we check with our, our good buddy, John Tuvey, who does our stats, does a great research, uh, does our research. When's the last time somebody found out twice in the first five games of the season? It, it's, almost, it's almost impossible to foul out in the NBA. Will Chamberlain played an entire career, never found out one game. <laughs> ben Simmons, did Ben Simmons want to foul out so he didn't, you know, have to be around for the rest of the game? They played three games, he's fouled out of two. Has that ever happened before? Yes, yes. That last foul, though, was garbage. It was. That was, it was garbage. It was, it was. John Morant said that he kind of baited him, and uh, so he fouled out. Yes, more. Is it time for us to turn on the Grizzlies now? They were a cute little fun story. I think and now... they're so great. Well, <laughs> I, they're here. Deal with them. They kind of got some bleep tendencies. Uh, I'm not ready for that. They they need to win something. You guys like the Grizzlies, right? Good uniforms? I, I, like, I like them, but I, I don't want you to be over your skis this early. Oh, it's a great city. This is McLovinish jumping off a bandwagon before the bandwagon gets I wasn't the... on the bandwagon to jump off the bandwagon. That was me. Yes, Marv was. I was on the Cleveland Cavaliers bandwagon last year. You still are, though. Yes, I am. It's just now it's harder to get a first-class seat because now everybody wants to get on. Excuse me. Pardon me. Excuse me. Uh, that's my seat right there. Yeah, well, once they got Donovan Mitchell, then I'm all in on the Cavs. Like, okay. Yeah, Mark. I was on the bandwagon when they won the summer league. Yeah. I was like, all right, this is potential. They have room to grow. It was my idea to make up T-shirts when they won the summer league, the Grizzlies, champions of the summer league. These bears don't hibernate. No, they do not. <laughs> <laughs> but people are watching Ben Simmons. They're watching and expecting a different result. I don't know what else you think is going to happen. He's not going to become a very good shooter, even a good shooter. Not, not anytime soon. If it was going to happen, it would have happened. You don't go, man, I've been in the league for seven years. You know what? I just started to tweak my jumper. Now I'm starting to make these shots. He can't shoot. He's a good defender, good passer, and rebounder. That's what he does. If you tune in and you go, this dude can't shoot, he's two for seven. Exactly. Yes, he. But haven't there been players who have added a shot, you know, an outside shot? Like uh, Vince Carter was known more for dunking, then all of a sudden he started draining threes all over the place. But nobody questioned his jumper when he then decided to go back to shoot. He, everybody thought about him dunking. They didn't, nobody ever talked about can Vince shoot? Mm. Or he gets to the free throw line. Can he make free throws? Um, you're right. The great players do add something. You know, Jordan developed that uh, that post move. But, but maybe Ben's not great. He's never. He's not going to be great. Mm. 
It's like Lonzo Ball got a little better. And, and, and it's still not pretty, but I just kept saying, look, emulate Kevin Durant if you're Lonzo Ball. He was starting his shot way to the left. It was like a windshield wiper. And if, <laughs> and if he had it a little bit more up by the left side of his face, then it's not as dramatic. You can get that shot off. But he did. he's worked on that to get better. It's just Ben doesn't – I want to see where you end up. You can – golf swings, everybody has a different one. But I want to know where you are when you get to the ball. When you shoot a jumper, where's your follow-through? And that will tell you an awful lot about Ben Simmons, his follow-through. What's his form like? Yeah, Marv. It's so wild that some of these guys get to this level, yeah. like the NBA, and it's, oh, what does he need to do? Like I always say this when guys are saying, you know, their NBA draft uh, profile. Oh, he's got this, he's got this, he's got this. What does he need to work on? His jump shot. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> That's all I worked on. I didn't work on anything else. It's like passing, nope, rebounding, defense, nope, nope, nope. Uh, shooting, yep, I'm good with that. Yeah, Paulie. There is the Brooke Lopez anomaly. He came into the league in 08-09, the seven-footer out of Stanford. In his first eight years in the league, he made no three-pointers. He attempted three, and they were like, you know, half quarters, like just for garbage. He started shooting threes when he became a Brooklyn Net in 16-17, and he instantly was a 35% three-point shooter. And in volume, he shot five a game he attempted in his eighth, ninth year in the league. Now Brooke Lopez, who... The first half of his career shot no threes, zero. It, he attempts nine threes a game and is shooting 40% from but three. But if you look at his form, yeah, he's got good form. And and we can take credit for him becoming a three-point shooter. Absolutely. Because he was in the All-Star game, and we said, would you take a three for us? Because he doesn't take threes. And then all of a sudden, he started shooting threes. And, and, and you know, if you're positioned on the perimeter and you're not the go-to guy you just have to stand there it's a catch and shoot and does he have good form and and he does he has good form but ben simmons is not going to be different just so everybody knows if, if you see him put up numbers you're going to go god did you see him uh he had 14 assists or uh you know he, he did a great job on whoever he's guarding I mean, that's what Ben Simmons is going to give you. He has to be a Draymond Green type player. But Draymond still shoots better than Ben does. Like it, at least you have to keep an eye on, on Draymond when he shoots. Ben, you don't. I would love to see Ben and Russell Westbrook in a uh, contest. <laughs> I would love to just watch that. A two-point missing contest? Yeah. You know when you have kids who are out there in the outfield for the home run derby, you'd have little kids out there rebounding, getting hit in the head, <laughs> ball bouncing off their noggin there, clanking off the backboard. Uh, yes, Mark. So Ben Simmons wouldn't be the worst shooter on the Lakers then? Oh, yes, he would. Yeah, he would be. And that's saying something. Yes, it is. Yes. Well, he's not a laser. You know, they don't have any lasers. All right, let me take a break. We'll come back. Get to uh, more phone calls after this. <clears throat> GetRefunds.com. It's exactly what it is. Get a refund. And maybe you can qualify. If you have a business, five or more employees manage to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. Not a loan. It's a refund of your taxes. The challenge is getting your hands on it. This is where GetRefunds.com comes in handy. They have a team of tax attorneys. They put together highly trained, little-known payroll tax refund program 
They've already returned over a billion dollars to businesses. And maybe they can help you as well. And keep in mind, they do all the work. There's no charge up front. They simply share a percentage of the cash that they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those that took PPPs, nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. So find out if your business qualifies. Go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, and answer a couple of questions. The payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out. Go to GetRefunds.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories. For 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well... 
If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick slash promos. Just got a new shipment of candles. Man, they smell good. Drunken apple. Drunken apple is one of the candles we have. Is it mixed with something? Uh, I don't know. It smells great. Uh, our mandals. They're not candles. They're mandals. But uh, you can go to danpatrick.com and uh, place an order. They smell great. Sunday night, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers go to Buffalo. It's Josh Allen and the Bills. Sunday, 7 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. You ask and you shall receive. I wanted to know the last time a player played three games and fouled out of two of the first three games. Ben Simmons accomplished that last night. Dylan Brooks with the Memphis Grizzlies last year. Giannis did it a couple of years ago. Andre Drummond did it. Rajon Rondo, Avery Bradley, Nane, and uh, Andrew Bogut. That's happened a few more times than, uh, than I thought. Also saw the headline, uh, things need to change in L.A. and rather quickly. Like, uh, okay. Ramona Shelburne said on NBA Today that there's a sense that things need to change in L.A. and rather quickly. Or what? <laughs> yes. Did, uh, <laughs> did we just have a, just have a whole offseason to change things? What do they expect to be different here? <laughs> like, I'm just trying to understand this. Russ still can't shoot. Russ still thinks he should shoot. Russ doesn't want to come off the bench. Now what do you do? Do you turn the season upside down because you don't want to hurt Russ's feelings? And decide if you want to trade it, you know, Russ or not. Because it feels like Buddy Heald and Miles Turner make you a little bit more well-rounded team than having Russ there. And LeBron was saying the other day, hey, you're kind of trying to trick me to get me to say something negative about Russell Westbrook. He's trying to control the media. Like, hey, don't ask me these questions, or I'm not going to talk about that. I'm never going to say anything negative about Russ. You know, LeBron put himself in the situation where he and AD signed off on Russell Westbrook. And it was widely panned. Everybody's like, well, why do you want Russ? You need shooters. And at the time, I thought, okay, Russ comes in, and there can be uh, some minutes managing by LeBron James there you know that can be load management for him and then saving for the playoffs I get that it's just Russ had 10 points on Monday against Portland for 15 from the floor he's shooting 29 percent he's made one of uh, his 12 three-pointed the fact that he is even attempting three-pointers is just mind-boggling not everybody needs to shoot threes but everybody thinks that's what you have to do. Hey, you got to win, you got to shoot threes. If you don't shoot them well, you don't get, it's not like they go, hey, you're shooting threes, we're going to give you style points there. 
How about you do what you do well instead of what you think you need to do well? Russ is not a shooter. He's always been a scorer and will always be just a scorer, not a shooter. Yeah, Mark. Did you see the disrespect the Blazers were showing the Lakers? Like they would be just be wide open. Yes. And the Blazers were like, go ahead. We don't even care. We'll take a nap while you try to shoot these threes. They're just inviting them. They're like, go ahead. Go ahead. We don't care. Wait, are you going to come out here on me? No, no, no. I'm going right back here. Yeah, Paul. But based off everything you just said about Russell Westbrook, what GM around the league is going, man, I want to risk my job on taking an aging, poor shooting. Well, you take him to get him off the books for next season. Right. That's it. Yeah, but that never happened. You're not building around Russell Westbrook. That type of trade would never happen in November or October. Like the one that Ramona Shelburne's suggesting, no one's taking him off the books this time of year. Well, at some point, you've got to start thinking bigger picture if you're the Lakers. And that is, can we compete? Are we uh, an eight or seven or six or a five seed? Uh, you know, you gotta you got to get contributions from people that you're not expecting to get that. Can Anthony Davis stay healthy? Can LeBron at his age still put up these big numbers? It's just that there's, there's probably a lot of false hope with this because it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Darvin Ham is a defensive-minded head coach. And, and if they can improve upon that, which they did play defense when they won the title. You know, what, what gets lost on people is Golden State plays good defense. People are like, oh, those guys just go out there and they're great shooters. They play defense. And here's a Laker team that didn't play good defense and can't shoot. Other than that, yeah, Paulie. Do you see your guy Donovan Mitchell for the Cavs? He's averaging 33, 7, and 5 so far this season. Yeah, yeah. Shot out of a cannon. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're playing fantastic. My Cavs. Yeah, my Cavs. You can jump on the bandwagon. You're a little late. No, I'm not going to do it. I don't like to do that. I, I like the Cavs, but I'm not going to jump on the okay. bandwagon. Okay, all right. I respect that. I want Portland to be better because they, were, they had some years. I remember like four years ago, Portland seemed threatening, yeah. and then they cooled off, and everyone assumed that they were going to get rid of Lillard. And it didn't well, happen. I think we were rooting for him to go so he could play in the playoffs. That that he would get that opportunity to be on that stage again. But Portland is four and zero, on pace to be eighty two and zero. I did the math. Get out of here! Yep, just checked it. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> that would be a new record. You know, yeah, it would be. No be team record, has yeah. gone undefeated. That would be a new record. No, no. Uh, Cade in Texas joins us. Hi, Cade. What's on your mind? Morning, guys. Hi. First time, long time. Yeah. Appreciate y'all taking my call. Sure. I uh, y'all talking earlier about kind of redoing the whole uh, NBA free agent process and doing away with the draft. And I've talked about this with my friends before. And I think uh, if you do that, you got to add a couple more layers. One is you go to a hard cap. I mean, you cannot go over that that salary cap for any reason. Trades, homegrown players, no no reason at all. Number two is you do away with salary restrictions. What I mean by that is, say, if the Kings want to give KD or LeBron 99% of their salary cap, they can do that. They can sell it all their games and suck and give one player 99% of their cap, but then they have to build the rest of the team with 1%. I think if you do that, you really open up like a true market, a free open marketplace, and I think it would really make the league pretty exciting. All right. Well, thank you, Kate. Yeah, whenever we gather this information and then the commissioner joins us, I just kind of bring up all the things that I've thought of in between visits by him. You know, carrying the ball. I brought that up with him. Uh, Traveling. I brought that up with him. I'm just curious, at what point did they go, you know what, we're going to be a little lax on that. Oh, you want to carry the ball? It's okay. 
Like, when did that happen? And then, yeah, you might have, eh, you took a little bit of an extra step. Even the Euro step. Like, it took me a little while, and I go, all right, you know, I love Ginobili, and uh, we're going to let that one slide a little bit. But did it start with Iverson and Stockton? Because Stockton would do it. Stockton would handle the ball, and he was great for that one-handed pass. He would dribble and pass right off the dribble. And Iverson, that was about offensively crossing you over. And and if you watch Iverson, he had the ball in the air. It, it would be like, uh, uh, yes, Tom. And when did the pivot foot start going away? Paulie since showed us something the other day where someone's establishing their pivot foot and then that foot moves, and that's like beyond walking if you're not even holding onto your foot that's got to stay on the ground. But who decided this? Where they go, we're not going to call that anymore. Did, did it start to creep up that you're just kind of holding it to the side a little bit? Now you're, re- now, you're, oh, now you're really carrying the ball. And then we had already moved past this. Yes, I'm starting to come around to the idea that their basketball player's footwork has actually gotten so good that it is perfectly legal. We just It looks like an optical illusion to us because we're not used to it. You don't think James Harden takes a little extra step there? I think if... I think the one, the rules have changed a little bit with like gather step and all of this crap. But I think that they've actually got the timing of it down so perfectly that you kind of get a built in extra step without breaking the rules. Mm. That's what I think. If you watch it in slow motion, you're kind of like, okay, oh, okay. Why do they allow you to carry the ball anymore? Exactly. Why? This, This was a turnover. Hey, you're you're turning the ball over. Literally, you're turning it over. Kyrie does that twisty hand move behind his back where it comes. There's no way that's legal. Yeah. Brian in L.A. Hi, Brian. What's on your mind? Hey, what's going on, Dan? Hi, I had a suggestion for the tanking. Okay. Um, you know, my suggestion is set up a lottery tournament for so the bottom eight teams in the league. Uh, play a single elimination tournament. You get home field advantage based on your record, and the winner of that tournament gets the number one pick, and you know second place gets the second pick. So, you know, it, it helps stop tanking because you want to obviously get home field advantage for that tournament. Yeah, I look. I'm I'm open to all of these things. There will be tanking this year. It might not be obvious. It'll be managerial tanking. That's where from up above they're going to be like, uh, can we bring Jimmy Lipper up? from uh, the G League. We'll see what he can do. Now, the NBA can't complain about that. If you're a young team, you're not a good team, and you want to see if you got some guys who might be able to make the roster, and it's the last five games of the regular season. Yes, Marv? That's like when the Cavs traded Andre Miller in 2002. Uh. They're like, there's no one we're going after. We just got to get you off the books. There's nobody from Akron that we're looking after. Nobody. No one. That's an old-school tank call by Marv. Yes, it was. That's, a cl- that's the best tank of all time. But didn't John Lucas say we were tanking to get LeBron? Everybody, you know, in hindsight, years <laughs> later, you know, 10, 15 years later, they were like, of course we yeah. were. We saw him in 10th grade. What are you talking about? Uh, Randy in Vermont. Hi, Randy. What's on your mind? Oh, hi. This is quite an honor for me. Thank you. I enjoy your show. I listen to you guys daily. Um, I think uh, to help stop tanking, why not set up like a true lottery with balls and give each team – a ball for every win they have. And then I think you'll see teams stop tanking. All right. Thank you, Randy. 
But then the teams that are really good are going to have better chance to stay really good. Yeah, like the Milwaukee Bucks are going to get Wimbayana or something yeah, like that. The Golden State Warriors <laughs> yeah. are going to get it. That's not parody. Yeah. Um, let's see. Todd, you just sent me something here. Uh, statement from the NFL. Um, you know what? Let me take a break. I'm going to read this. And it has to do with Mike Evans and what was going on uh, after the game in the tunnel after the loss against Carolina. More phone calls as well. We'll take a break. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or 
Choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan. You can see their general tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The truly brilliant all-electric EQE SUV from Mercedes-Benz features some of the smartest tech ever to grace four wheels. With Dynamic Select, you can fine-tune hundreds of vehicle settings to precisely match your driving style. And available in off-road mode, transparent hood lets you see through the sheet metal to steer clear of bumps and potholes directly beneath you. How about that? A 360 array of cameras and sensors constantly alerting you for danger, while 64-color ambient lighting lets you fully customize the ambiance inside the spacious cabin. The EQE SUV is so smart, even the headlights are thinking. Optional digital light technology projects navigation markings and warnings on the road ahead as you drive. The vehicle's all-electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Test drive the EQE SUV. Learn more, mbusa.com slash EQE-SUV. All right, we have an update on Mike Evans and the uh, post-game interaction between three officials, two officials. And um, if, if you saw the video, it feels like there's something going on, an exchange of something. Uh, the two officials said, I'm getting the... Uh, the NFL spoken with the officials involved in the post-game interaction with Mike Evans confirmed that they were not, in fact, asking for an autograph. After speaking with the individuals involved, we have confirmed that the post-game interaction did not involve a request by the game officials for an autograph. What were they doing? That's what I want to know. If you didn't ask for an autograph, you stopped Mike Evans to do what? Like, uh, hey, you, you crushed my fantasy team when you dropped that uh, sure touchdown pass there. Like, what else are you asking Mike Evans? Yeah, Paul. Seton jokingly said, and a few people on Twitter said, it almost looked like they're asking a golfer to sign his scorecard before he left the building. I'm assuming there's nothing like that. But I, like yeah. you said, there, there has to be some type of explanation of what they were asking. They handed him a pen and a small index card, it looked like. And he did not seem surprised when they did it. And he, Plus, it's coming after a loss, which you... Really don't go up to play. But, but the NFL can't put out a statement like this to make it seem like, oh, we wrapped it up. What were they talking to him about? What was the card that he was signing? That so it, it goes on. It goes on to say that both refs were, have been reprimanded for the importance of avoiding the appearance of impropriety. If they didn't ask for an autograph, what are they reprimanded? Yeah, did they for? do anything wrong? What did they do wrong? It was the giving the indication that there is impropriety here. I, I'm guessing. So what were they asking Mike Evans? Yes, Todd. Unless it's so private and none of our business, I don't know what that would be. Because there's video of this, that statement has to include what Mike Evans was actually signing was. or just You have to refer to the actual signing part so we know what that is. As opposed to, no, we spoke to them, they said it wasn't that. And that's it. Yeah, you can't leave it where uh, we've wrapped up the investigation. Okay, doesn't feel like it, it's fully investigated here because I don't know what Mike Evans was doing with them, where they stopped, 
and it looked like everybody was comfortable in what they were doing. Hey, Mike. Hey, guys, how are you? We just had a horrible game. We got embarrassed in Carolina. What can I do for you? Yes, Mark. That's like if your wife sees you talking to a woman. Like, did you were you flirt, were, a little, were you flirting with her? Oh, it feels oh. like this might have happened here. Hun, <laughs> I I dare not. Well, you, what you can't say is what were you two talking about? You can't say nothing. That, you say no. Oh, she's a coworker of mine, and uh, she was handing me some notes. But if he's signing something, what is he signing? This this adds even more drama to it. It does. Hey, they didn't ask for an autograph. <laughs> what did they ask? For Tom Brady's autograph, yes. probably. <laughs> hey, could you give this to Tom and then maybe he could sign this? Yes. So getting see. his number. What's the big deal? Like, Just hey, getting you his wanna, digits. Want to go grab dinner or something? <laughs> What's the big deal? And then feel like this This was fully investigated here. Yes, Todd. That's almost insulting. Like, Rose would say, oh, that's a relief. We thought he was signing something. Yeah. Not his propriety. And Evans is going to get a call now. And that goes the Buck's way. Yeah. Thank God that's everything's good. They said it's good, so it must yeah. be good. Yeah, so nothing to see here. I, I put my trust in the NFL. They're going to tell me. <laughs> uh, Jeff Perlman's going to join us tomorrow. He wrote the book on Bo Jackson. And it feels like Bo has become this mythical-type figure. That... You know, we kind of joke about, well, Bo Jackson did this. Is it a true story? Don't know. But it could be because Bo Jackson did it. And Jeff Perlman, great writer, has uh, written a book on Bo Jackson. Marcellus Wiley, our good buddy. Uh, check out his podcast, danpatrick.com. Uh, and uh, Marcellus will join us. We'll get ready for the Thursday night game with the Buccaneers and your Ravens. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Uh, I did appreciate Bailey Zappi, and he was listening to uh, Fountains of Wayne. Fountains of Wayne were playing on the uh, loudspeakers there at Gillette, and he's singing along with Stacy's mom has got it going on. <laughs> oh! Okay. Who, who can name the second biggest song by the Fountains of Wayne? The Fountains of Wayne. The Fountains of Wayne. <laughs> do, uh, do we have the song? Yes, Todd. Stacy's dad is also kind of cute. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give it to you. It's late in the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, you broke me down. I'm tired. Yes, Mark. Are there one-hit wonders that only have one big pop hit, but they have a slew of, like, Big hits within their genre. genre. Does that make sense? Um, like Montel Jordan, this is how we do it. He's got a couple other songs that we okay. kind of know, but not as big as this is how we do it. How does that go? This is how we do it. <laughs> it's Friday night and I feel alone. No, Todd, I, I asked I Marvin. Why could we be a little I duo? Asked Marvin. There's a reason you can't sing yes. together. I love that song. Uh, the guys in Kanai. <laughs> the party was so good, all the gangbangers forgot about the drive-by. Yeah, that's how good the party was. Yeah, that's how it was in my neighborhood. Like I was supposed to do something later. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I wait. I was gonna drive by. Oh, I was gonna do a drive-by. Friday night. It wasn't night. It was night. All raw. Yeah. Oh, so good. Okay, just that. Okay, that. <laughs> I don't know if I have a second best Fountains of Wayne song. I don't have another hit. Yes, Todd. 
No, I'm not allowed to sing, so I'm just sitting that Good. out. Good. All right. I just if love that you song, were from where I'm from, then you would know. <laughs> Somebody told me they didn't know that song once, and I was like, have you lived on Earth? Like, who doesn't know that song? I didn't know who did it. Oh, it's not about who did it. It's just as long as you know the song. Like, I don't know who sang Who Let the Dogs Out. Who? Oh, yeah, you do. Didn't the, the Baja men do that? Sure. <laughs> it was originally called to say that. Whom Let the Dogs Out. Yes. <laughs> they were trying to be grammatically correct. It did not flow. It did not flow, but I respect the grammar. Whom Let the Dogs Out. Whom? Whom? <laughs> Proper English is my... Bob in Montana. Hi, Bob. What's on your mind? Hey, DP. Hi, hey, Bob. today in 1984, Ronald Reagan was inducted into the Sportscasters Hall of Fame. I'm just curious if you or any of the Danettes had met Ronnie or any of the other presidents. For well, that well, there you go again. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I did not meet. I met Bill Clinton. I have uh, met Donald Trump. I have met Senior Bush and his son. I, did, his son W? Or, but, but he's, uh, yeah, but he's not junior. Like so, George W. So met them, and I think that's it. I think that's it. Anywho. Uh, this day in sports history, Paulie. Oh, there's so many. I thought there might have been some comment coming from you guys, but I met Bill Clinton once. All right. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. What? Speaking... I had Senator Blumenthal do a video for both the bar mitzvah and you the bat mitzvah. Yes, you do. <laughs> there you go. Yes, you do. Here's you Dick did. Blumenthal. Yeah, and of course the kids went crazy they when they sure saw sandwich in between <laughs> Kobe Bryant and you know Dwayne Wade and yeah. Dick Blumenthal. Yeah. Oh, oh no, on Prop 123. Yeah. <laughs> It's Alan Greenspan. <laughs> Girls, it's Alan Greenspan. I love Buster. I love this. This day in sports history, Paul. All right, speaking of a present, 2005, the White Sox defeated the Astros 7-5 in a World Series game in Texas. It was five hours and 41 minutes. The game actually ended on October 26th. Mm. Which president was on our show the next day? That would be uh, Senior. Yeah, George H.W. Bush was on our show to recap that game for us. He was great. He was very good guest. He was a lot of fun. And he would stay for those games. He'd be behind home plate, and he would stay. Uh, on this date, in 1964, Jim Marshall ran the wrong way for a safety. Uh, Gaylord Perry, first pitcher to win the Cy Young Award in both leagues, 1978. The Mets, ooh, 1986. This was the Buckner night. Mets rally to beat the Red Sox game six of the World Series. Gets by Buckner rounding third night, and the Mets win it. They win. Unbelievable. The Red Sox in stunned disbelief. I think I'd rather have you sing. Oh, wow. <laughs> Maybe you remember this. <laughs> oh, so you're a Red Sox fan. Maybe you remember this. this. Ground ball, <laughs> trickling, trickling, fair ball. That's my Buckner rounding third night of the Mets. Todd, what'd you learn today? <laughs> I learned that you don't want me to sing anymore. Uh, uh, Seton, what did you learn today? I learned that Ross Tucker got three awesome stories out of one night with Tom Brady. How cool is that? Uh, Marv, what did you learn? The Baja men let the dogs out. Oh, the Baja men. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Who? 
Weren't they uh, a studio band for SportsCenter yeah, one week? Yeah, they did bring Boy, that's, that's when I started to question. Who jumped the shark? Now, wait a second. Come on. We used to work there. That's not nice. That's not nice. Finishing up strong. Pauly, what'd you learn? Whom let the dogs out would have been bad. What did I learn today, Todd? The big news will be announced in the DP Show newsletter yes. tomorrow. What's that? We big don't know news. Yet. Big news. Sign up for the newsletter. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. We could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time, and that's amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. A lot of fun. Thanks for the phone calls, emails, tweets, the all-around support. We'll try to do it better tomorrow. For Fritzy, Seaton, Marv, Pauly, yours truly, Dan Patrick Show. One more item as we close out this show. It's sleep number. Every great day starts with a great night's sleep before, right? How many times have you gotten up and you go, eh, didn't sleep well? Not exactly going to attack the day. But with sleep number, they have proven quality sleep every night. Science proves best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. So, why do you try to cut corners when you're going to buy a bed? The Climate 360 Smart Bed warms your feet to help you fall asleep faster. So you fall asleep faster, you stay asleep longer. Sleepers who use their 360 Smart Bed technology enjoy 28 minutes of more restful sleep per night. Add it up over the course of a year, it's 170 hours. Sleep number, special introductory offer, the new Climate 360 Smart Bed. Only at Sleep Number stores, or you can go to sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. Sleep Number is the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. 
Exclusions apply. What makes a Mercedes-Benz EV different? Electric is what gets you there. But Mercedes is what moves you. Like no other automaker can. The vehicle, all electric. The feeling, all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQ. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.